Hi, I'm Rajiv. Hi, I'm Venkat. And this is Dharmology. Namaste, Venkat. Namaste, Rajiv. Election season is coming up. Uh, people are starting to uh, think about who they're going to vote for. And uh, this is an interesting cycle for many, many reasons, not just at the federal level, but at least uh, in context of our Hindu community and Dharmic community or people who are supporters of India uh, in that community, people are now starting to wonder about uh, local elections as well. Council seats, um, supervisor, um, state, federal, all of them. Who should we vote for? Well, I can't say who someone should vote for, but um, can definitely say that they should um, review the various candidate profiles at all levels, federal, state, local, and they should look to see what positions those candidates have taken with respect to issues of interest to them, right? For instance, what kind of positions have these candidates taken with respect to, um, you know, sovereignty of foreign countries, uh, human rights in, um, out, you know, within the United States as well as outside the United States? Have they affiliated with any fringe groups? Um, things like that. So they, they should look at all these things. And at a federal level, they should probably look Try to see if it's an incumbent, look at their voting record. And if it's a, um, a newcomer, then they should uh, look at their website or, or their Facebook page to see what um, kind of positions they are um, leaning towards uh, if, if or will be leaning towards if they're elected. What do you mean by fringe groups? By fringe groups, I mean groups that are taking extreme positions and trying to divide uh, or create a divide between various communities within the United States. Got it. And um, I, I just also wanted to add uh, to, to that that this conversation is specifically meant for our friends who have for various reasons, not paid as much attention in the past, um, have not uh, paid um, or, or considered the local level politics to be quite as important as it has recently become, and therefore are suddenly now interested in uh, who's their council member going to be, or who's their supervisor going to be, or, or who's their school uh, board um, elected member going to be. So uh, for, for those individuals, I wanted to highlight that this is the time of the year where these people are expected to be and usually are very responsive. So if you send them an email, uh, they have campaign staff uh, that is quite alert, especially in the, in, the, in the last couple of months. So if you send them an email, give them a phone call, uh, you should expect an answer back from them. If not, then that's a sign. So by uh, no means should you keep wondering, just pick up the phone, call them, or shoot, shoot them an email. Um, Venkat, I also wanted to add that specifically within the Dharmic community, Sikhs, Hindus, Buddhists, Jains, or Indic community, as, as, as we may also call it, 
there are certain issues, to your point, uh, that may be of interest. Uh, it could be, as you said, sovereignty of nations. In particular, it could be what's happening with the geopolitics, especially in South Asia, um, and then particularly in India. It could be topics uh, related to human rights. So in particular, what is happening with the Indic uh, people of Indic faith in uh, not just uh, United States, but also in India and neighboring countries. Or it could be topics about uh, war and expenditure on war and what that means for uh, development at home and also instability uh, around the world. Uh, and there may be many more topics, healthcare, Medicare included. So the point is that for each of these topics, if there are, there's a certain thing that you're upset about or very interested in, that is what your uh, conversation ought to be about. Uh, please do keep in mind that we are in an election season, an election cycle, and in a, a, a general environment where uh, no topic is off the table. We have recently seen council-level elected members uh, delve into international-level uh, politics. So if you are suspicious, uh, uh, by no means hold it, uh, but just clear it out. Yeah, I, I was just going to add that um, as a voter, you should not hesitate to ask your representative or your local politicians tough questions. That's what their job is, to, to make sure that they address all the issues and concerns of their local constituents. So you should definitely, um, you know, review the website of your you know, local um, people running for local election, as well as federal election or state elections. And you should, uh, if you spot something that is um, not in agreement with your beliefs or your interests, you should feel free to write them an email or call their office and, and ask a question um, about the issue to get clarification. And um, so I think that's that's very important to note. And, you know, for instance, if you feel that your local representative, local candidate in local government was instrumental in, um, you know, happens to be an incumbent and was instrumental in um, taking the attention of the local government away from local issues and dealing with um, issues that are completely outside the scope of the local government, then you should feel free to um, call them out on it and ask them why they did that and what gave them the authority or the right to do that. And as a, as a um, voter, you have every right to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, Venkat, uh, the discussion we've had so far is probably more applicable to candidates who have been in the field uh, or have been elected in the past. And I think it would be a bit unfair if we, or unfair to the, to the folks who are running for offices for the first time, who have never been in the race before, who have not had a chance uh, to demonstrate uh, their thought process or uh, have had a record of vote to, to be analyzed by us voters. What advice uh, should or will you give to a voter like me uh, when it comes to scanning um, or evaluating a new a first-time candidate? Yeah, so when you have first-time candidates, they're generally much more open to engaging with the voters because, you know, they don't have the name recognition, and they'll spend the time to talk with individual voters to provide clarification and respond to their questions. So that's your opportunity to engage with them 
and ask them questions. And, and you know, if, if they don't have a clearly outlined position on an issue, um, ask them what their position is and why have they not spelt it out explicitly. Um, so, you know, with new candidates or, or non-incumbents, you have a lot more opportunity to engage with them. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that, does that address your question? Yeah, it does. And I was also thinking that uh, one thing we should always look for in candidates is their willingness to learn and seek feedback from voters, especially on issues that um, they have either not delved in before or not have had a record of, uh, of voting for in the past. So if there are issues of importance and relevance to you, then by all means, judge, and I'm explicitly using that word deliberately, judge uh, as to what your uh, candidate's uh, willingness to learn from you about that issue is, because that can be a good indicator of what their voting record, record is likely going to be. Um, shifting gears a little bit, Venkat, when it comes to candidates who have already been in offices who have had a significant uh, track record of voting, it is unlikely that every vote they have cast in the past, every statement they have made in the past is uh, likely to please us. I think their record and their statements and their positions uh, are going to be a mixed bag for us voters. So in scenarios like that, do you have recommendations on what we should look for amongst uh, or in, in, that, in that mixed basket? Yeah. So in that scenario, I think the voter should look at the overall voting record of the candidate and see if you know, on issues of importance to them or to, to that individual, if they have, in general, voted more in line with the individual's views or interests, uh, you know, it may not be 100% of the time, but if they're doing it 70% or 80%, you know, that, that's probably, um, you know, the best one can do, right? Um, and I think people should also look to see what, you know, whether the candidate is always voting the way the, their party votes or is willing to break ranks with this party when um, the party takes a stance that, you know, is either um, goes against the interests of a particular community or takes a stance that could be viewed as um, short-sighted or, or unethical and so on. So I think, you know, the, the view that one should go in, in assess, with in assessing candidates is that um, there is no perfect candidate, you know, who's, which of the competing candidates is relatively better than the other. Mm -hmm. um, in closing, I would just uh, say two things, uh, Venkat. One is that I'm sure there's listeners out there who are who are asking, well, I don't know if this group I've heard about is a fringe group or not, uh, is a hate group or not. So I would say reach out to us. We can we can share with you some ideas on how to scan for that. Uh, we can perhaps uh, let you know if if any of them have uh, previously come in our notice as a fringe group or a hate group. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing I would like to say is that uh, 
for especially the Hindu-American community, uh, please do not hesitate. There is a lot of political action committees out there. Uh, please do not hesitate to scan their web pages or their Facebook pages and uh, see uh, their uh, list of um, endorsed candidates. But it's not the endorsements as much as you should figure out and try and figure out the reason um, why they have been endorsed. Uh, so, Venkat, that said, do you have any particular uh, PACs uh, as an example for somebody who does not know what a PAC is so that they can Google and search on their own? The PACs that I'm aware of are um, HA PAC, which is Hindu American PAC. There's another one called American for Hindus, Americans for Hindus. And then um, I think there's a third PAC called U.S. Impact, and um, a potential voter can go and look at their Facebook pages, their websites, and um, see if what what they are saying about various candidates. I'm sure they also have like various um, um, webinars and and meetings with various candidates, so they can listen to those to see what the candidates have actually said, um, and and use all this information to make an assessment as to which of their candidates, which of the candidates in their particular district is better suited um, and more favorable in terms of the issues of importance to them. And I must add that those three packs are just examples uh, for those listeners who have not delved into the packs before, just to highlight and guide them search for uh, for conceptually what the idea of a PAC is. Uh, that and, and I must also add that th there are perhaps many other PACs, uh, not just um, in, for the Hindu-American community, but, uh, but in general for the Asian community as well. So please do, by all means, uh, look for those and, and try and see their endorsements and understand why they have been endorsed. One other thing I would like to add is that this is uh, not the election cycle where you keep your opinion to yourself. And I'm saying that deliberately because uh, there may be issues that may have been voted in your friend's constituency or uh, voting region. Um, it may not impact you, but it impacts uh, either the Hindus or issues to, important to Hindus um, in general. So uh, do not hesitate to reach out to your friends, uh, make them aware of what those issues are, um, and and have a discussion with them on uh, where you stand with those issues and why. This is this is the time to educate uh, everybody and get educated from everybody you can potentially be educated from. Uh, that would be my two cents, Venkat. Anything in closing from you? Make sure you um, review all the candidates in your particular district at all levels of government and make an informed decision. Fantastic. Uh, thank you very much, Venkat, and namaste. Namaste.